0: Blue wire. Touchdown pass, 5-4-0 in the 5-0-4. Jackson checks it himself, look at him, dark back and forth, oh, he broke his ankles, he is Houdini. Watson stays on his feet, throws on the run, touchdown, Watson, a magician. Oh, winds it up, wide open. Welcome to the My Sports Update Football Podcast. I am your host, Ari Mayrov. It is a Super Bowl 54 edition of the My Sports Update Football Podcast, the final episode of the 2019-2020 season. And what a season it was. And here we are with the Super Bowl coming up on Sunday from Miami, the San Francisco 49ers versus the Kansas City Chiefs. We are going to preview the game here in this week's episode and look ahead to what else we have coming up here this weekend. Let's not waste any time. Let's get straight to it. Here we go. So this is an extremely difficult game to pick. I've talked myself into both these teams several times over the last few days. One day I'm feeling 49ers, the next day I'm feeling Chiefs. I've been going back and forth. So let's try to break it down. I want to start by looking at this Chiefs offense versus this 49ers defense and just on a pure talent level. The Chiefs offense is absurd. There's obviously Patrick Mahomes, we all know how great he is and then the weapons that Patrick Mahomes has we know Tyreek Hill and let's just say that in this game Tyreek Hill is matched with Richard Sherman and as much as I love Richard Sherman Hill is just a different animal he is a different type of receiver his ability to get open with that speed that he has they call him cheetah for a reason as much as Richard Sherman calls himself the best corner in the NFL and he is up there Tyreek Hill presents a different type of matchup, a matchup that he has just never really seen. And then you have the other guys, Sammy Watkins, Michael Hardman, the running backs with Damian Williams, and we might see some LaShawn McCoy in this game. And then there's Travis Kelsey, of course, the best tight end in football. And then there's also the different element that Patrick Mahomes can run. And we've seen that in the last two playoff games, where Patrick Mahomes has been using his legs, and in both those playoff games, versus Houston and versus Tennessee, Patrick Mahomes was the Chiefs' leading rusher in both of those games. What makes this game so difficult, especially when looking at this Chiefs' offense versus 49ers' defense is that I just can't find a legitimate weakness in Patrick Mahomes. In games that Patrick Mahomes has started for the Chiefs, in last year's regular season, this year, last year's playoffs, this year's playoffs, the Chiefs have never lost by more than 7 points. So whenever he plays, whenever he starts... The Chiefs are always in it. And the key for San Francisco in this game is their pass rush. If the pass rush is not there, Patrick Mahomes is going to cook them. Nick Bosa and D. Ford in his revenge game, DeForest Buckner and Eric Armstead and Solomon Thomas. Those are the guys that have to cook up some pressure. And they've done it throughout the season, especially on third downs. But if Patrick Mahomes is able to avoid the pressure with all those weapons we just mentioned, he is going to create some serious problems the 49ers defense I didn't know this I saw this stat earlier this week the 49ers defense is one of the worst in the NFL versus the play action they are a bottom five team versus the play action I'm sure that Andy Reid knows about that and we're gonna see some play action in this game with Patrick Mahomes and all those weapons as for this 49ers defense, we just mentioned those guys up front and how they have to get pressure. The other guys behind them is this really fast and explosive linebacker group with Quan Alexander, Dre Greenlaw, and Fred Warner. Alexander coming back from that torn pec Um, A quick turnaround, getting back in the divisional round. He has been a crucial part of that defense. Not just his play, but just his presence back on the field is a big deal. Um, Fred Warner is one of the most underrated players in the NFL. One of the more promising young linebackers in football. And then rookie linebacker Dre Greenlaw, a fifth round pick, He has really been a mild surprise for them this year. He has been an excellent contributor, and if you think about it, I mean, we've talked about it in the past, but he is one of the main reasons why the 49ers are here in the Super Bowl. He made that big tackle that changed San Francisco's season because he made that stop at the one-yard line in Week 17 versus the versus Seattle Seahawks and got them the number one seed. This 49ers defense is really, really great, but again, it comes down to that pass rush and getting pressure on Patrick Mahomes um, and just trying to ease off the pressure for that secondary when they see all those fast weapons that this Chiefs offense has. On the opposite side, you look at this 49ers offense, and I can't stand this narrative that has been created over the last few weeks that Jimmy Garoppolo is a game manager quarterback. It's really dumb to me because, first of all, if the running game is working like it was in the NFC Championship game against the Green Bay Packers, then obviously you continue to run the ball. But secondly, We've seen the 49ers this season call on Jimmy Garoppolo in big situations, and he's delivered. That game against the Saints late in the regular season, it was a shootout, and that game was in the Superdome, one of the toughest stadiums to play in in the NFL, and the 49ers came out of that game with a 48-46 win. Jimmy had 350 passing yards. He had four passing touchdowns. And how about converting not one, but two, third and 16, in that Saturday night game versus the Los Angeles Rams in um, late this season. So he has come through when the 49ers have asked him to come through to deliver in tough situations late in the game. Whenever it's a shootout, they've asked him to pass and he's delivered. So the idea that he is a... He's not a passing quarterback, or the 49ers are scared to use him like the Jaguars were with Blake Bortles a couple of years ago. It's insane to me. As for this running game for the 49ers, Raheem Mostert has blossomed into their top guy, but I still wouldn't count um, out. I wouldn't count out. Tevin Coleman and Matt Breda um, in this game as well. They're going to be used. And then I feel like an X-factor in this game could really be their fullback, Kyle Juszczyk. The fullback position is crucial in this offense. And Juszczyk, he can catch, he can block. He's a tremendous blocker. And Kyle Shanahan loves to use that position. Kyle Juszczyk is an important part of that offense. The wide receiver group, we talked about this last week. This team with Debo Samuel, who's a rookie, he has been fun to watch this season. Emmanuel Sanders, who was brought in in the middle of the year. These guys, if they're asked to block, they'll block. If they're asked to um, go and make the big play, they'll make the big play. They have been tremendous this season. And um, their ability to do it all um, is another big part of this 49ers offense. And then, of course, there's George Kittle. The ability, again, to block and to catch. And just to be a beast out there, um, he is up there as one of the best tight ends in football along with Travis Kelsey. So you look at what this 49ers offense has to offer and then you look at this Chiefs defense, which some of people some people are characterizing this game as a really good offense with the Chiefs versus a really good defense versus the 49ers. And then a good offense um, or pretty good offense with the 49ers versus an above average type defense versus the Chiefs. If you look at the numbers, the Chiefs defense since week 11, they have been the number one scoring defense in the NFL. They have turned it around with Steve Spagnuolo, their defensive coordinator. Tyron Matthew, their safety, has been one of the better free agent acquisitions from this past off Frank Clark, who they traded for, has has really come alive and has been bringing pressure. Chris Jones is now healthy. From that calf injury, which he sustained late in the regular season. So, this team is, um, they've really come together. It is a completely different defense to what it was earlier this year. It's a completely different defense to what it was last year when they just couldn't stop anything. So, really, another stat that really, you know, surprised me is that the Chiefs, everyone talks about the Chiefs offense being so great and the 49ers defense uh, offense being great but not as great as the Chiefs offense and then people talk about the 49ers defense being so great and the Chiefs defense not being as great if you look at the numbers the 49ers actually scored more points in the regular season than the Chiefs and the Chiefs allowed less points in the regular season Than the 49ers defense, the Chiefs scored 479. um, Excuse me, the 49ers scored 479. The Chiefs scored 451, and the Chiefs allowed 308 points on defense. The 49ers allowed 310. So if you look at the numbers, these teams are much closer than what, what what people are making it out to be. Eventually, what I really think this game comes down to—it really is the coaching. I really do believe that, and these are two of the best coaches in the NFL: Andy Reid and Kyle Shanahan. One has been doing it forever; the other is now three years into his head coaching career. Um, we'll start here with Andy Reid. Andy Reid has been to the playoffs 14 times as a head coach. He has 10 division titles. He has the sixth most wins in coaching history in NFL history and he still doesn't have the Super Bowl it is like the only it's literally the only thing that he's missing on his resume and this year the cards have really fallen perfectly for Andy Reid from week 17 everything has fallen the way he hoped it would. From beating the Chargers in Week 17 and the Patriots losing to the Dolphins, which as a result got Kansas City a first round bye. Then the Patriots lose in the first round so Andy Reid doesn't have to face Belichick and Brady. Instead, he gets to face the Houston Texans. And then In that same week, the number one seed Baltimore Ravens lose as well. As a result, the Chiefs get a home game in the AFC Championship game and they get to face the number six seed Um, Tennessee Titans. They win that game and here they are in the Super Bowl. We all know how great Andy Reid is coming off a bye week. In his postseason career coming after a bye, Andy Reid has a 5-1 career record. Meanwhile, Kyle Shanahan, one of the bright, young head coaches in football. He was in the big game a few years ago when he was with the Falcons as the offensive coordinator. We all know what happened there. They blew the 28-3 lead. Um, He doesn't deserve all the blame over there, but um, he's been asked about that game all week. If there's one thing I'm sure about is that if this game... If San Francisco blows this game open, um, they won't start playing any softer or um, doing anything differently. Um, they'll be playing tough till the end. We actually saw Kyle Shanahan in the game versus the Packers. That game was a blowout throughout until the final whistle, until the final whistle. Kyle Shanahan w- had a serious face on, like literally the entire game. So um, he's learned from that mistake again he doesn't deserve all the blame for what happened in the 28-3 collapse but he was the offensive coordinator in the game and what I love about both these coaches is that and we've seen it all season they have this ability to adjust so well to whatever opposing defenses throughout them oh you're gonna be aggressive oh you're gonna play this coverage dropping the safeties whatever it is their ability to adjust and press all the right buttons Is just so fascinating and it's just another part as to why this matchup is so great. Plenty of people have been asking me private messaging and all those type of things to give a prediction on this game. And honestly, I'm not much of a predictions type of a person. I really am not. i rather stick to facts. I don't like guessing stuff. I know it sounds very boring. But it is the Super Bowl. It's the big game. It's the final game of the year. We won't have real football again until September of 2020 so um let's just do it who cares so the way i look at this game falling out i think it's going to be a really competitive game and i think it's going to be a really high scoring game as well as much as i love both these defenses and i think both these defenses are great i think both these offenses are just so explosive and i think both these head coaches who are the offensive play callers as well, they are going to set up a game plan that is just going to be too much to stop. And when I look at these offenses, I think these two head coaches are going to draw up some trick plays. I think there's going to be a lot of trickery in this game. They're going to take everything out of the bag, pull out all the tricks that they have in order to try to win the big game. I feel like the Kansas City Chiefs, their offense, I love Patrick Mahomes. I really cannot find a weakness in him. Um, And when you look at this 49ers defense, as much as I really, really like that defense, I think that Patrick Mahomes, with all those weapons, with Tyreek Hill, with um, Michael Hartman, Sammy Watkins, Travis Kelsey, Damon Williams, I think that those guys will come out with a win, a very close win, a 34-30 to 30 win over the 49ers. I think the 49ers will have the last possession, and they're going to fall short to the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, that is my prediction. But overall, I really look at this game, and I think it's going to be a really competitive game, a really close game, and a really high-scoring game. I don't think it's going to be 13-3 to like we had last year of the Rams and Patriots. I think there's a better chance we get to see 41-33 like we had of the Eagles and Patriots two years ago. So before the Super Bowl even happens on Sunday, there will be the award show on Saturday night. That is the night when we find out who will make the Hall of Fame this year from the modern era class. We'll also find out all the regular season awards. And to be honest, I'm not much of a big fan of this show. A, because they don't actually show it live like the NBA does. They record it and then they show it at 8 o'clock on Fox. Um, And then all these awards for the regular season, no one really cares about it anymore. I mean, Lamar Jackson is going to win MVP, but I feel like that time of MVP talk has passed already. Like, we had the postseason, Lamar was eliminated, and the Super Bowl is the next night. Um, Like, Lamar, you're going to win, but like, I don't know if really there's going to be much... Chatter or talk about it the way it would have been if they announced it, you know, a week after the regular season or something like that. Anyways, MVP, as we just said, it's going to go to... Lamar Jackson, Offensive Player of the Year, it could go to Lamar, it could go to Russell Wilson, Wilson, Michael Thomas, Christian McCaffrey, Um, all of them were spectacular this past season. Defensive Player of the Year will most likely go to Stephon Gilmore of the Patriots. Comeback Player of the Year will be interesting, Ryan Tannehill of the Titans and um, Jimmy Garoppolo of the 49ers are the two likely candidates for that. Offensive Rookie of the Year, Josh Jacobs and Kyler Murray are the two likely ones there. Defensive Rookie of the Year will most likely go to Nick Bosa of the 49ers. Coach of the Year is also pretty wide open. Um, It really could go to anyone from John Harbaugh, Kyle Shanahan, Maliflor, Mike Vrabel, even Mike Tomlin, who didn't make the playoffs, what he did with that team after all those injuries, um, Andy Reid with the Chiefs. So really, anyone could go there. That will be a really interesting one. And then the Hall of Fame is what I really look forward to on that night. 15 Modern Era finalists. There is Troy Polamalu, Reggie Wayne. Both of them are first ballot guys. On um, uh, both of them are on their first ballot, I should say. Um, Tori Holt, John Lynch, Adrian James, Richard Seymour, Steve Otterweller, Zach Thomas, Isaac Bruce, Leroy Butler, Tony Baselli, Alan Fanica, Steve Hutchinson, Brian Young, and Sam Mills are the 15 finalists. Only five of them will make it. Will make it. All of them are deserving, but that is what is going to go down on Saturday night. Um, you obviously can follow the My Sports Update Twitter page for all the alerts on what is going to happen. Before I wrap up this episode, I do want to step away from football for a second and talk about Kobe Bryant. Obviously, by now, every, <clears throat> everyone really knows what happened to Kobe. Um, he and his daughter and seven others were tragically killed in a helicopter crash on Sunday. I personally was really looking forward to Sunday just because it was the first day in a while where there was no football on besides the Pro Bowl, which I wasn't going to watch. So it really was a day where I had a full open schedule. I planned a bunch of things to do. And when I got the alert that what happened, um, I really didn't believe it like most of you. I was positive it was either a fake account or... I don't know. I don't really fall for fake accounts. It's only happened to me once where I actually got tricked by one. But um, the blue check mark was there next to TMZ. I went to search Twitter to see if any other news outlets had this story, and there were none. And that's where you really hold your breath and you just hold hold that hope that they were I don't know hacked or they got wrong information or something like that. But then the confirmation started coming in from other outlets from ESPN. And really, your whole day is just ruined from there, just like everyone else. I mean, you're it just it just so many things go through your mind and you try to recollect yourself. And just to show how big of an impact Kobe had, It doesn't matter what channel you turned on, whether it was CBS, Fox, ABC, CNN, NBC. um, They all had Kobe coverage. It doesn't matter what sport you follow or what you love, NFL, NHL, MLB. They all put out statements on his passing. It doesn't matter what country you're in. If you're in the USA, China, Brazil, Mexico, Israel, wherever it is. Um, You all knew Kobe, you heard about Kobe, you found out about the news, and all the late night shows, all the daytime TV shows, Kimmel, Fallon, Ellen, they all talked about Kobe and sobbed about him. That's how much he meant Not just in America, but the entire world. A great athlete, one of the best to ever play in the NBA. But also just a great human and great father. And in a blink of an eye, it's all gone. It is just so difficult to process, especially here on Super Bowl week where it's supposed to be an exciting week and fun time and everyone's supposed to look forward to the big game, the biggest game of the year in America, the Super Bowl, the two best teams in football will face off and then you have this Kobe death which is just so dra- tragic and it's just you know sitting here on top and it just makes you want to forget about everything else, forget about football, not want to even talk about it. That's how I felt on Sunday and I'm sure before the game on Sunday they are going to honor Kobe. It's going to be a very emotional moment but I've been talking about Kobe in the past tense it's crazy for me to even think about that Um, but Kobe Bryant, 41 years old he's gone, his daughter at 13 is gone and 7 others, just so so tragic so that does it for this week's My Sports Update Football Podcast the final episode of the 2019-2020 season obviously we have the Super Bowl on Sunday Chiefs and 49ers, we are all looking forward to that once the game comes to an end, all the offseason madness will get underway. We will have a cuts, we'll have trades, we'll have rumors, we'll have the combine next month, we'll have draft stuff, we'll have a lot of things going on. So to stay up to date with everything in the NFL, you follow the My Sports Update Twitter page, which I'm sure you're already doing, turn on notifications, and that is how you the fan can stay up to date with everything in the National Football League. One final reminder before I sign off you can find the my sports update football podcast on apple Podcasts, spotify stitcher r19 google play wherever you listen to your podcast and don't forget to rate review and subscribe all of it is greatly appreciated if you love sports and you want to find more sports podcasts visit bluewirepods.com over 80 sports podcasts on there MLB, NFL, NHL, NBA whatever it is, you name it they have a lot of great stuff over there again, that is bluewirepods.com I am your host, Ari Merov I'll be back with another episode next week we'll crown a champion, champion in the NFL enjoy Super Bowl Sunday enjoy the game, enjoy your parties I'll talk to you next week